You want to do the intro? Um, <laughs> what's going on, guys? It's what's going on, guys? And Brandon. All right, go ahead. You can go up from there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I need. We need to do. There's always a disclaimer. How come there's always a disclaimer? <laughs> um, we need to. I just think I just need to say real quick. Um, no, we have to do the intro first. All right. Um, yeah. So Bryce uh, told me. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Um, oh, next one. <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about. Cut. All right, ready? What's the thing? Five, four, three. Like Wayne's World. Um, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Expedition to, to Try Podcast. Um, uh, I'm your host, Brandon, with my co-host, Bryce. <laughs> Bryce. Uh, my guest today is Bryce Shikansky. And uh, this is the podcast where I don't know what the hell's going on, and neither do you. So you listen to it, and I talk on it. And uh, <laughs> we'll figure things out. Oh. How's that? I really thought you would know it. <laughs> Is that, how's that? That was good. It was pretty bad. Well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Welcome to the Expedition to Try podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life, and I'm assuming a lot of you don't either. So let's try and figure it out together. I don't know. That was, I, you said the same thing I said. You were close. So I, I think I said the exact sure, same thing. Sure, you're getting sick of him, but he's back because he's, he's using me for his what? own personal teacher game i am yeah he wants he wants to make sure he doesn't sound dumb for his students so he wanted to talk to me about that's what you told me <laughs> no what what so we're no, uh no, that's true we're talking about the single greatest movie of all time <laughs> i wouldn't go that far it's um all right so it's in my top 10 movies definitely right now uh it's really? ghost, a ghost story it's on netflix who uh, recommended that movie to you? Um, nobody. I just found it on Netflix. <laughs> it was me. Who's the director? It was me. David. Uh, Copperfield? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot his name. See, Sorry, David. This is where the disclaimer comes in. I'm so unprepared because I haven't seen the movie in a while, <laughs> which is probably dumb to talk about it before we watch it recently. Um, don't even remember the director's name. It's an H24 movie. Here, let's give it a go. Oh, yeah. I was Real just, quick. I was just going to do that. It's, I know it's Casey Affleck is in mm-hmm. Rooney Mara. Mm-hmm. I don't know. David Lowry. David Lowry. That's his name. Yeah. Came out in 2017. Premiered at Sundance Film Festival. Released by H24 Production Studio. It's on now. Give it a watch. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, that's where the disclaimer comes. I have not seen this movie in probably half a year or something. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. Bryce was like, hey, you want to do something different and talk about like movie or books we like and stuff? And I'm just like, sure. And he's like, well, we'll, we'll, like, we'll do a ghost story. I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. I I watched it again a couple of weeks ago because. That's probably what you messaged me about it. Right? Yeah, I loved it the first time. And then it somehow came up in conversation. Oh, I had just watched I, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And it reminded me. Oh, of yeah. Story, and I was talking to my mom about it. And I was that like, was good. oh, shit, I got to watch a ghost story again. It's so good. So I watched it. And then I said, all right, I'm ready to do a podcast about it. Because it's great. Um, 
I'm thinking of anything that was good. I like that. It too. was good. Yeah. My mom didn't understand it. You got to watch. Um, this is kind of a tangent. I just finished Bly Manor, Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, the same guy made The Haunting of Hill House. Bly Manor, I'll say that Bly Manor had some boring parts, but overall was cool. I think it's like Bly Manor was cool. Hill House was awesome. That's like the difference. Um, you should watch Hill House. That's so good. It's on my list. It'll blow your mind, man. Hill House is a rat. Bly Manor was cool too. It just was. It felt like it should have been season one in Hill House season two, but they're not. They're like flipped. I don't know. They don't connect or anything. Um, so <laughs> Brandon watched this movie first, and he recommended it to me, and I pushed it off for a long time until he had started annoying me. So I finally watched it. It's like, come on, man, you gotta watch a ghost story. And I was watching it with a friend. We were doing Netflix party. And as soon as the movie ended, I literally like shut my laptop, didn't say anything to my friend, left, went to Brandon's room and we talked for like two hours about the movie. And it was like incomprehensible. If anyone had heard us talking about it, it wouldn't make any sense probably. Well, <laughs> I agreed. And what I remember too is that we were talking about it. You had like your own thoughts on it. And I had my own thoughts on it. And I was like, this isn't me bragging, but I was like, wait, here's what I think. And I like went on, I explained it. And you were like, I don't understand what you're saying. I was like, okay, let me try to explain it again. And like, I kept explaining it. And eventually there was like a moment where we were like, oh my like you got it what i was trying to say because i don't think i was wording it well but like and it was kind of like because it's really kind of abstract but then i i i eventually explained it well enough that you were like oh i totally understand what you're saying now like there's a moment of like clarity you know what i mean yeah i don't know if i ended up like i from what i remember i see the point of view you were coming yeah. from but i still saw it the other way that i originally it's a little while what yours made more sense honestly so i don't even we've never done a movie review on this podcast or talked about a movie so i don't really know how to even get into it <laughs> you just jump on it i think okay so it fits do we spoil the movie for people okay we got we'll, it we'll give another disclaimer there's gonna be spoilers yeah so watch there's... it first pause now watch it come back in come an back hour and 38 play. minutes and we'll <laughs> be that long yeah um so i think it fits we'll start i think it fits the theme of this podcast pretty Spooky well season. because it talks a lot about the idea of time time passing and like leaving something behind both while you're alive and after you're already gone you're leaving stuff behind also the idea of not knowing what the hell is going on <laughs> Because half the movie is just like, what? I, you know, I, I'll say this. I think the movie has almost like a very, in my mind anyway, a very obvious plot and then a very like underlying message or whatever, or a very underlying like plot, I guess, where it's like, you know, the movie's about this couple and a guy dies in a car crash, right? Right outside um, the house. <laughs> right outside his house yeah what are the odds um that sucks ass <laughs> put you at any time um but he dies and then he comes back as a ghost and in the movie it's it's not a scary movie it's like very um like quiet ethereal like you're just kind of watching right um but he's uh comes back as a ghost and it's portrayed as just a guy wearing like a sheet 
with eye holes, like a typical ghost, right? Like Charlie Brown, I got a rock. That's where you cut that in. Right? Um, <laughs> but, so it's like, very obvious, just like, oh, he's dead. And he's just like a ghost now watching his, his wife's life continue on, right? Um, and then it goes even further. It's like his, the, the house that he lived in, like continuing on. You got to watch Hill House, man. This is making me think about it. Why Manor was cool too. Keep, we got to watch this. Anyway, um, it's all about ghosts. Anyway, uh, it's about like him, you know, as a ghost, watching his wife's life, watching the, what happens in this house that he lived in. Um, and that's like very obvious. You're like, oh yeah, he's a ghost. And what happens to the ghost? Like, but there's all these other things that happen to him while he's a ghost. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that sentence before. Um, that like are hard to explain. Um, like off the top of my head, it's like, he sees a ghost across the lawn at like a neighbor's house, like through a window. Gotta like mention that. that first. You know that's the director. No way. Yeah, it is. That's cool. Yeah, they I call it like know. they call it like Granny Ghost, <laughs> and that's David. <laughs> I never knew that. That's yeah, crazy. I saw an interview. He said that. <laughs> like, but there's stuff like that. It's like you know the the plot. Like I said, the plot's kind of obvious. Just like oh, he's a ghost watching stuff happen. But like, what happens to him is where like the deeper stuff comes in. Where there's there's that across the street across the way like he sees another ghost in a window he like stays in the house long after his wife leaves um because there's this like relationship element to it where it's like their relationship before as humans and then um i guess he's still a human ghost whatever um there's you know there's that and then there's um you know after his wife meets someone new because there's enough time there's just this idea of like grief and loss and all the obvious stuff that comes with like death and afterlife and all that but then it like keeps going to like his wife moves out of the house and you see other families move in and there's it becomes this whole like it goes beyond the like relationship element and becomes this like time element and life element you know this life kind of message or study and then it gets like really abstract toward the end <laughs> and like i can exp <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain because like i think it's hard like I can explain it with what I think but also I can explain just like base level what happens too I don't know if we should talk about like our thoughts on it first or go into more like <laughs> see this is hard because we've never done it before. well how about this how about we just say what happens first okay and yeah. then we'll say what we think so uh the guy dies he becomes a ghost he sees his wife right there's this whole like seeing her grieve she meets someone new right eventually she moves out of the house another family moves in um, they move out, another group of people moves in, right? You see this kind of like this transition, passing ownership of the house. And then eventually it gets kind of abstract toward the end um, where like you see him now in like an office building, like surrounded by a city. The house is just like in like a rural or even suburban, probably a rural area. Yeah. Um, and then you see him in like an office building, basically the construction of it in an office building surrounded by a whole city. Um, after that, you see him in just like a field with like pioneers come by and he sees like this pioneer family. And then eventually you see him in the same house again um, with his wife. And then he sees himself as well as a human again, right? Um, and he basically sees himself kind of die again, right? I don't know if, well, he didn't see him die, but he sees himself as a ghost basically again. Like the ghost, the original ghost sees the ghost himself again as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um christ and uh you know and then like it goes keeps going so it's like kind of abstract toward the end like it's like wait they're back in the house it's like it's hard to tell what 
how time is moving. Um, there's like you know, little plot points where, um, you know, when he first dies, the girl writes something. That's because that's a big point, part of the theory. The girl writes a note and puts it in like a crack in the wall for him. And, uh, or for, not for him, just puts it in a crack. In the wall. It evidently seems like it's for him because um, he, he's dead. She's like writing a note to him. And it gets like painted over and he can't get it as a ghost. Like he can't get at this note. And it ends with um, all those things that build up. He sees himself as a ghost again. And eventually he can get the note because he sees first ghost him scratching at it. He could never get it, like scratching pain away. And he could, still couldn't get it. But it was like enough started already with ghost B, right? <laughs> um, that ghost A can, like original ghost can get get the note, right? And that when he sees the note, he disappears. And they, the house gets like demolished basically by like construction equipment. Um, that's the end. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so I guess, yeah. So the note is a big part of it. Um, she, the wife says um, that she used to do this thing where any house that she lived in, any place she stayed, she would write herself notes. And he said, why? And she said, so if I ever came back, I would have something to look for to remember or oh, like right. it's just stuff i write stuff down that i remember or love about this place that i lived mm-hmm. so i i remember asking you i think like what do you think the note says and he even brings it up in the interview it doesn't matter wait who the director yeah the David director Lowry? says it doesn't matter what the note says oh, and cool. that's people, what i said people always ask um <laughs> what's her name uh mara Rooney Mara yeah yeah they always ask her what'd you write on the note and she's like I honestly don't remember so it's like it just adds that like layer of like no one yeah. will ever know what she actually wrote on this note and that's the whole point yeah there's so a reason like, for that yeah. yeah ghost I think I have what I believe is on the note based oh, really? on the fact that he disappears after it and the fact that she writes these notes of what she loved about the houses the most I feel like it's oh it's like I I loved you. Oh yeah, that's cool. I never knew that. That's what yeah, I, always... I I totally forgot. She says she writes about what she loves about the house the most. I forgot that part. That's cool. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. So ghost ghost A, the first guy that you see, the guy that died, yeah. spends his whole time scratching it. Yeah. I okay. So I love the passage of time in the movie because it's so abrupt, especially in mm-hmm. the beginning. So you see her like the wife leaving the house but she's never coming back in the front door. She's always coming out of her bedroom, leaving, Mm -hmm. turning the lights off. And then he goes to start scratching at it. And then it's just him. And then he get, he hears a noise behind him and he turns and two kids run in the house. And like, right. So it's already the next family. It's dark. Yeah. So the next family moves in. And then it's also kind of interesting too, um, to interject, like it's pretty standard in the beginning. Like she's like, oh, this couple, and they're living together, and then he dies, and then, you know, he comes back as a ghost, and he's watching her grieve, like, it's pretty soon after the death, and he's, he's watching her, you know, get over it, and get better, and find someone new, and it's, like, it's pretty clear, like, linear time, and all of a sudden, she's moved out, there's a different family, all of a sudden, like, they've moved out, there's a new group of people, right, like, it, it gets, and then, like, he's in a city, and, like, the pioneer, it's, like, it gets very abrupt and weird, which I think, you know, is kind of a cool way to, like, talk about, um, or show, you know like afterlife like times not that time doesn't matter like time still passes on but that like you know if you can live if you live as a spirit forever like time's not just like day to day and like it's like it you don't feel the years right because it's like 
you could be doing the same thing, scratching at the wall just for years, and it's just like you, one year has been like twenty minutes. You know, <laughs> it's so good when he's scratching on it, and you can see that he got all the way through the paint, and then the fucking bulldozer comes through the roof, and oh. he like gets up, and then they just destroy the entire house, and then it that's just... the first that happens to the first ghost, right? Yeah. So it goes the order of it. He dies. Oh, yeah, I forgot. His wife meets someone new. She moves out. New family moves in. He gets really pissed. And he starts right. breaking all the dishes and shit. Yeah. Out. Party, party scene, which yep, we can talk about that, obviously. Yeah. Um, party scene. scene. And then it shows after party, everything's destroyed. Piano's broken. Piano's a big part of it. Yeah. And then he keeps scratching for the note. House gets destroyed. He, it comes up and he's in the construction of an office building. Oh. Then it's the full city. And then it's the pioneers. <laughs> and then he's back in the house. Yeah. When they when the original couple move in. Like, yeah. House is back. Um, yeah. So the <laughs> <laughs> it's it is weird to know where to ta- start and talk about. Yeah, because I, I know what I want to talk about, but I don't know how to like eloquently flow it in. But okay, it doesn't even matter. The weirdest thing, yeah. not the weirdest thing, but so the piano. There's a scene when him and his wife are in bed. And they hear a loud crash of people. Yeah, in the very beginning. Yeah, so he, they both get up and they check. Nothing's there. Nothing fell. It, the piano just went off for some reason. So then okay. you don't know what happened until the first guy dies. He comes back. And when he, like, he sees the two of them in bed together. Self and the girl, yeah. He gets mad. And he sits on the piano bench, and that's exactly when the piano goes off. You think he gets mad though? It it felt. It like- sounds like a slam. Yeah. I just kind of thought he like, the way I took it, I thought he like saw him his himself and his wife, like together again, like you know, beginning of their moving in, like happy and like in love, and he just kind of like, like wait, weighted down by it. He's just like oh, like and then he sits on the piano kind of hard. You know what I mean? But yeah, and then it, you kind of re- like then they come out. They react. It's like the same scene. They come out right, and yeah. they like they heard the noise, and it's like, and wait, he was like there before. Or, yeah, know? like what was the first time that that happened? Which, <laughs> that's a paradoxical question that we. Well, it's weird because you, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's weirdly paradoxical because it's like, if he was there before, we don't see him because we're following the view of the humans. Yeah, but when we see him as a ghost. We also you, later see him as a ghost again. So. Yeah, when you see him as a ghost, you see him going straight to scratch the wall, and there's another ghost looking out the window at his wife. So, like, there's multiple... Well, I guess you could say spirits. ghost one, if there was a ghost, like, zero, you know, we wouldn't see it if we're following just the view of that ghost that we right. follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. so maybe it's like a... So that that's the kind of thing actually there's your segue it's this kind of weird passes of ch- time and like this restart almost it seems where the house comes back and he sees himself with his wife alive um so it's hard to say whether time reset or um or what my point of view is where i think it's which i can explain further where i think time keeps going like not keeps going in linearly like straight one one direction but like events reset basically 
which I can explain more in a sec, but, um, or it's, if it's like he went back in time, you know, who knows, right? Um, back to the original spot, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's kind of where like our differing, not differing views, but just like what we initially thought was like, oh, this is happening. Like, it's hard to tell what's exactly happening, right? So, yeah, cause um, I, I feel like, so my point of view was that time, everything restarted. Mm-hmm. And because it's weird that he's still there as a ghost seeing it. Yeah, it's just weird to me that everything happens pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, I, I so like it if it way. went linear, linearly, yeah, it wouldn't really work out exactly the same. Yeah, so like how does that do that? Pioneers come, they put the stakes in, they're doing their fire, and you see the little girl write a note, which is just like the wife does, which is so weird to me. She writes a note and puts it under a rock. Um, so I don't, cool. but then you told me the thing about the linear path of time and it makes sense in context of the big line at the party scene. The party? Yeah, which we can makes, explain. Yeah, it makes it sound like stuff just keeps going. Resetting and stuff, right? Yeah, it just, when everyone the dies, scene? then more people come back yeah. and redo it, basically. Do you want me to explain that scene? I actually, I brought the up scene? the beginning of the line. Actually, too, that's good because this is where I'm going to sound like an idiot explaining my weird abstract idea for the point of this film or what it's saying. And I obviously haven't seen it in a while, and but that scene's important. So if you haven't watched the film and you started the podcast anyway, pause now, go find the party scene, then come back. Kesha's yeah. in it. You'll see Kesha. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> this is a, this is a um, what's his name? Uh, Harry from Run, One Direction in uh, Harry Styles in Dunkirk. You guys know you know that story. You guys, you know that story. Where he's in Dunkirk, right? And I went to see it with my. I heard he was in it. I thought it was like a cameo, and I watched it with my brother. And I was like, "Where did I, wasn't Harry Styles in this? What? Who was he? Where did he show up?" And he's like, "He's like one of the main characters." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" Because I didn't know. I, and I've always I don't know Harry Styles that well. I or didn't you know? And like he's had long hair. I always thought he had like super long hair, and it's like really short in the movie. So I like just didn't. And I'm like, oh, he's One Direction. He's a singer. Why would he be the main actor, right? Like, I thought it was just like a cameo. Like, he appears in it. But no. So it's the same thing. Kesha's not the main character. But, like, who knew Kesha was in this movie? Yeah, I don't – she probably has, like, one line. The guy shows her a card trick. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. He doesn't really say much. <laughs> Do you, okay, I have the beginning of the line. Sure. So there's a bald guy sitting at the table of a party surrounded by a couple people. And he starts telling this. Yeah, this is like yeah. – they, a couple live there. A family lived there. Family was out now. It's like this group of like younger people. It's like a, it's like a and they haven't. They're having like a house party. Yeah. So like thirty year olds, right, or whatever. This isn't the full quote. The full quote is pretty long, but yeah. a writer writes a novel. A songwriter writes a song. We do what we can to endure. We build our legacy piece by piece, and maybe the whole world will remember you, or maybe just a couple of people. But you do what you can to make sure you're still around after you're gone. Well, that's the end of the quote, right? Yeah, that is the end of the quote. Sorry, I thought it was the beginning. No. <laughs> but yeah, he, he talks like, he brings up Shakespeare. and Well, the, well, the context Beethoven. of it is, too, um, like they're all talking about like, ah, this is where I'm going to sound stupid because I haven't seen the movie. I should have watched it or at least watched the scene before. How Pause it, we'll watch the scene. No. I guess um, check it. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, you just saw it. So they're like, they're talking about like what, like how 
either like how do you get remembered after like in this life like what do you what do you do and like like oh i want to like write a novel so people like remember me or whatever right that kind of crap um crap that's cool but uh <laughs> but he this dude at the party this bald dude is just like no no listen right no matter what you do in this life right it gets forgotten um you know if you can write if you even if you're shakespeare right you can write the greatest things of all time you can make the greatest art you can do the greatest things but once you die right people will remember you for a long time but eventually those people will die and eventually history will keep going you'll just become more and more of like a blip um and like even if you're so impactful i think this is what he says too like even if you're so impactful that like civilization on earth crumbles and we have to move to mars and they start a brand new civilization from like 10 people like from scratch right and for some reason because it was just so impactful what you did like a song you wrote was so big that it's just kind of in the human psyche of like you know we all can go like da -da -da -da. like we all know what that is right like that like in this new starting up civilization from scratch like someone hums the tune and your tune carries on right and then becomes part of that new society that's starting over they will die too and like eventually you know the sun will explode and like well all this will get forgotten right um so there's no point basically he's like cynical right he's like there's no point like no matter what you try to do right whether it's just for your friends and family you know no one will remember you or what you did eventually um so <laughs> that's kind of the gist of it right yeah he um he doesn't bring up i i messed up it's not shakespeare that he talks about it is it's beethoven right the ninth symphony oh okay because sure. it he says someone someone he says that makes the point about humming a tune again even if yeah. they don't know who you are like right of years and, yeah yeah um yeah so he says that and that's where kind of my point i think that's the most important part of the movie for me i don't know if i should ex explain my my thing um god that sounds so stupid and <laughs> so basically hear me that's what i think man um this is what i think uh so we see the ghost like live through life live through pretty modern times right like it's his wife the family moves out like new family moves in moves out these party like 30 year olds move in move out um, and then he's alone in the house and it gets destroyed so that's pretty easy to follow then we see him in this office building construction site in a city like a full city and this building is made and he's walking around the office complex um the, the skyscraper and it's really that really cool scene he jumps off the top as a ghost that was cool um and then he's just with pioneers right in this field and then eventually it restarts and it's the house again so what i think happens this is where i had to like convince you i think um it seems like time resets because he's in the exact same house with the exact he sees himself and his wife with the exact same people right and the same they do the exact same things what i think though is it's basically what the bald dude said at the party happening right he's in this rural house at the start of the movie I think he's there long enough after the families move out, right? All the people, house gets destroyed. I think enough, this is what I thought, enough time passes, this is my theory, <laughs> enough time passes that a city gets built up around it, like as it does, like you know, rural neighborhoods become suburban towns and they become cities. And I think he's in the same place and a skyscraper gets built around him and he's just still there as a ghost because he's just existing there. Um, whether it's because his work is undone or whatever, you know, reason, you know didn't get closure with his wife or whatever uh i think that happens 
Then we see him in a field with pioneers. I think basically what the guy said has happened. And so much time has passed in this one direction that the city has kind of been leveled and, you know, maybe human civilization has been wiped out and, you know, nature has regrown over everything. And then humans kind of evolve, like evolution takes place again. Like basically everything, like not resets, but happens again because enough time has passed but you know if you think about it now right almost the idea of like if the whole earth was wiped out there are no humans nature would reclaim it then say humans like or like the species species evolved again and became humans again after another millions and millions of years like our history has gone right and then we started again like that right that's what i'm thinking and that's why he sees pioneers because i think i don't think he went back in time i think he's going forward just so so far in the same place um and he sees pioneers the note under the rock thing that the girl does like the wife does i think that's kind of just speaking to like human nature. Like we just do these things, like people in the past did it, people in the future will do it, whatever. I think that happens like, so city grows up, becomes like the peak of civilization. It you know crumbles, basically restarts eventually because so much time has passed. It's these pioneers. And then so much time passes again that we come to like basically our a similar, like the exact same version of our modern times. Like, so like we're at the million, what, what, how, I'm not going to know this, right? It's, we're how many billion years old, right? Million years old. What are we from human existence? I should know it. It's definitely billions. I'm going to say right. 7.9 billion years. I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'll say 35 billion. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Right. 7 billion years. Right. That sounds right. Um, so it's like the same point in the progress, right? Say it like, yeah, we'll look it up. Actually, this is how Mike's late. What am I looking up? How old the Earth is? How old we are as people, like, or as, as yeah, I guess existences. Okay, so Earth. When the Big Bang happened? Earth is 4.54 billion years old. How long ago did the Big Bang occur? This is 13.7 billion. That's guess maybe too old. Yeah, wait, how old is there? 4.5 billion. 4.5 billion. Oh, I said, Jesus Christ. Um, so 4.5 billion, right? Like we're at the 4.5 billion mark, right? Say at the 5 billion mark, we get wiped out, right? It's going to take 4.5 billion years to evolve again and become humans again. Does that make sense, kind of, right? So I think he lives that long. He goes to like the 4 billion mark, 4.5 billion mark where he's living as a human, dies, civilization keeps going, has to start whether humans swept that or not and lives to like the four point you know five billion mark again basically sees the pioneers like how our civilization was and then modern times happen again right he lives that so he's back to like the eight point or nine billion year mark basically is what i'm saying um and it's weird to think that it'd be the exact same people in the exact same you know chain of events it's basically an action, but I think it's kind of like you just playing with that idea. Um, who, who knows if that would actually be the case, but like, kind of like, like, whoa, like it happened the exact same way. Who, who knew? Like, we can't say, right? We haven't lived that long, and no one ever will. Um, so maybe, but uh, he lives that long, he sees the pioneers, his house gets built again, he sees himself and his wife move in, or just basically like the 4.5 extra billion years versions of his wife and himself, right? And he's just like, what? Um, and so that's how I think time's moving. And I think he stays long enough then to see the husband dying. Now he's a ghost and it's like basically everything's happening, happening again in the same timeline. Um, and 
you know, it allows him to reach the note um, and fulfill his purpose, you know, to like finally transcend to beyond, right? The earthly plane. Cause that's what, that's what the neighbor ghosts see, right? We see the ghost across in a window, the direct David Lowry in a, in a ghost sheet. And he's like waiting, he's like, they have a conversation and it's just like, it's just subtitles, which is cool. Such a quiet movie. Um, and he's like, and he says something along the lines of like, like the neighbor goes, says like, I'm waiting for someone. He's like, maybe they're not coming. And he like basically gives up and disappears. Like the sheet just drops. It's like, whoa. Um, but then, so when he pulls the note out, finally, after the first, the, you know, the, the new ghost you see scratches it, he can get to it. Um, he reads it and then he, he disappears, right? It almost like his purpose. So the one ghost gave up and just went beyond, right? He kind of like was able to leave, I think. Not that he couldn't leave. Maybe he was just so dedicated to his wife because it shows this loving relationship, right? He was so dedicated that he stayed, I think, millions and millions of years till, he, till civilization started again. And he could, had, could actually get the note, you know, that he, she left and get that final like message for him. Um, that's what I think happens like literally. Does that all make sense? Yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely since it's the second time we've talked about it, but bringing up the- I think I understand, I, I did not explain it before the first time, too. I was like, <laughs> it's one timeline, man, it just keeps going. I was also kind of drunk, so that didn't help at all, but um, the, there's definitely uh, the idea that he could have left right when he died. Just like the other ghost did. Yeah, because, oh, um, when he's in the hospital and he walks down the hallway- the big ass oh yes door right of light so yeah. to me that was this is your opportunity to leave i agree yeah you don't have to stay just walk through this door and he stands there and it closes and then yes. he walks home yeah i totally so agree he definitely had the choice to leave but there was something mm -hmm. keeping him at the house he wanted to know what his wife left behind and what was going to happen after yeah. he died to his wife yeah and then i also and then like i think when he sees like leave and a new family comes and the new group of people come. like he's just i think he's just staying so long i don't think he knows what's going to happen but i think he's just staying because he feels like he is not done you know what i mean like that ghosts typically stay for um and then also to follow up on my point or my theory um that's like I, what i think is literally happening so then it's like what's the point what's the director saying like what's what's the message of the movie you I don't matter what you don't matter no, no. <laughs> um, I think it's it go. I think it's showing that the guy at the party is like right that like that's how civilization works. But I think it's showing that he's wrong in that it's not about what gets remembered because he's right. Everything does just kind of disappear and uh, decay away and just like disappears forever eventually. Um, but what matters, I think, that the movie shows us. Um, I think what Matt it's saying what matters is like what we kind of like do for each other I guess because um, I think I correct me if I'm wrong too I think that party conversation comes up because it's like they're talking about writing a novel getting remembered like being famous but they also kind of maybe talk about you know being remembered by loved ones too like what you leave for your kids do they talk yeah, about he that says something like I think he says like uh do you you don't have any kids and she's like no and they're like talking about having right. kids and like, like imagine if you did like they'll forget like yeah, yeah like everyone will get forgotten your family will forget you right your family ancestry so um i think there's that element where i i think he's it, the film shows like he's right in the sense that like everything does fade away and civilizations you know might rise and fall um and humanity might rise and fall 
so like whatever you try to just be remembered by physically doesn't isn't um doesn't matter the physical remembering but i think what does matter the film is showing us is that it's what we kind of like non-physically do or leave for each other right she physically leaves him a note and he never gets it but then he sees civilization reset i think um to the point where he's at the same place again millions of years later and he can get the note and it doesn't matter what the note said like we you, you said before it's just the fact that he was able to finally uh realize what his wife um not realize what she meant to him but like realize not that he didn't know she cared for him none of that stuff but like realize the care i guess that was left in that note right it doesn't matter what the note says it's just more that he can get the note and you know that connection that non-physical message that non-physical meaning he finally gets to to experience right and then he can disappear right and it's like there's a lot of that's just throughout the beginning too where it's like there's him and his wife doing things for each other in their relationship and you know you see that after he first dies and um you see his wife grieving and what he meant to right all that stuff there's that that's kind of there in the beginning so i think you know the point at the end is like everything physical disappears it's kind of what we leave for each other in non-physical ways or do for each other right non-physically that um that's what gets that's what gets us remembered or what l- exists beyond our existence right like just because you write a great song that you know might be remembered for to the next civilization but you know it's that still disappears right the physical things don't exist tickets to the song physical whatever um but you know what i'm saying so like i think it's what matters like it, that exists beyond for you know is like right like this note and this message right really it's not the note really it's about what the message is right what she's trying to convey to him um that gets remembered and exists beyond because he experiences that as a ghost right if it's you know if if he painted something for her we all die and that just gets destroyed no one forgets it never no one remembers it and everyone forgets it and it's whatever but you know you do someone you do something truly caring and loving towards someone you know that exists beyond in a way because you know in a in a literal sense like ghost you can appreciate it and ghost you recognizes it and remembers it and longs for it and you know all that stuff with the note um but you know nothing else does right it's that's that's what i kind of think the message of the movie is right it's it's because that guy's whole speech is about getting remembered and um you know, how do you, how can you live on after your death or how can you be remembered after your death? And it's not, I don't think it's, I think he's right. That it's not by physical things, but then he's like, what he doesn't, what the, the film shows us then that it's, it's non-physical things. It's the care, it's the love, it's the, you know, um, the effort, right? Whatever it is, like how, what we, how we affect each other lives on, not what we physically create or do for each other or whatever. Does that make sense? Or do I sound like yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was thinking about everything as, and I don't know. I always can't tell if I'm thinking too much into things. Oh, I definitely am. Not, <laughs> yeah. but like even so, I do. I definitely agree that it's not the physical things you leave behind. All that stuff wears away. It's all broken down. It is the, mm-hmm. the emotions, and how you make people feel. Basically, what you do to elicit emotion. Oh. There's another thing that 
Remember he like is he, did he write a song for her? He's like yes, I was gonna say this. Yeah, and because <laughs> when he at the end it plays. Yes. Right. And it's like and, how he's feeling about the relationship. And, right. And that's what she's hearing in her head. That's like what she but, has. But isn't there a thing like at the end, like she listens to the song, like it's physical. Uh, here's a film term for you. There's like diegetic versus non-diegetic sound. Diegetic sound is like what's happening in the world of the movie. So it's like an orchestra is playing. That's diegetic sound. Non-diegetic sound is like a soundtrack that we as the audience hear. Right? It's not in the world of the movie, but it's existing. So like at the end, it becomes non-diegetic. The same song plays, right? And like exists past her listening to it. And is it going to the credits, right? Like maybe? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Something happens where like she's listening to it and then it keeps playing basically without her headphones on, without actually being in the, it becomes non-diegetic. So like, I think that's an additional, right? Like he did this, he just, you know, made this thing for her. If the song doesn't exist, right? She, that everyone gets dies and it gets like washed away in time, but it exists beyond because we're hearing it still. You know what I mean? Like that's what I, 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 yeah. I don't remember the context of how it works in the end, but like it becomes non-diegetic, not in the scene. It becomes like the soundtrack to the movie where it's just like it's existing on a higher plane, right? I was thinking about the song as well as like, um, well, first with him scratching at the paint you could say shit like oh the paint's that physical thing that she left behind and he broke it away with his fingernail mm. um to get to the the emotional yeah. thing that she left behind basically but then yeah. he also does when the family moves into the house he breaks all their physical things he throws the plates he throws the bowls yeah. and the glasses and everything That's so and cool. what the family's the family is not left with these physical objects, the plates and silverware and everything. Yeah. They're left with that um, whole moment of shit Fear being thrown around their house yeah. for no reason. And well, that's and what that's, they're going to remember. Yeah, you're totally right. Because it's also like he can affect people. I mean, he can affect physical things technically, but like he affect he can affect people with like, it's the fear that they experience. It the material stuff you know what i mean and he because at the party scene too after the guy gives his speech he like looks up and the light starts to flicker oh yeah yeah i that yeah. definitely that's it's gotta be a big message to it like if i feel like if people see it i don't know how to explain it but people will just look at the guy who does the speech and say he's a dick. He's just being a douchebag, trying to yeah. scare people. And he's like, <laughs> just saying nothing matters. Why bother yeah. try for anything? He's but, like, uh, was it ex ex existentialist? Yeah, he, he, I think he does look like a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. He kind of he kind of does it as he's like he's like you won't be remembered. Blah 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 blah. But it's like we see this ghost remember his life and his wife, his wife that he loved, and remember what he put in the wall for her. Um, and I mean, also, this is also going off, if my theory is right, that a time has just existed, right? He remembers this act she did, right? Whether she physically did it or not, whether she, he can physically get to it, right? Like, that's what keeps this spirit, this ghost here, you know, trying to do, like, trying to get to that. He's trying to get to the meaning of what she said, not just, I just doesn't just want to hold the note. He wants to see what it says, right? It's the meaning of it. That's not, that's important, you know? Um. There was a bunch of little stuff that I had looked up afterwards. There's like when he first dies, 
and she's moving out, he throws the books off the shelf and one yeah. book lays open and she reads it and it's the Virginia Woolf uh, oh. about like, right. oh yeah, you sent me I can't remember what it's called, but it's like basically. It has similar ideas in it, right? There's the quote in the beginning of the movie that's like, when you close your door, another one's opening. Something okay, like yeah. that. Yeah. And then like the full poem talks about like the thing you're always going back for in that place. It like ties into why he goes back to the house and why he goes for the note. But then also at the skyscraper scene, there's this, what is it? Orchestral? Is that how you say it? Or whatever. There's an orchestra. Orchestral sound. And I looked up that song and the lyrics are in Latin, I think, but it, it ties in as well to this. Oh, poem. really? Yeah. I can't remember now because I didn't look that up the first time I watched it. We really didn't prepare for this. No, we really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> come back with actual knowledge. Yeah. This is just a preemptive. What if we come back though and it's just like, oh, wait, no. That, we were that so happen. <laughs> that The song has nothing to do with it. If anything, the song says the opposite. <laughs> Hey, David Lowry, can you like watch this and let us and know? Just let us know, idiots, man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I always wonder if if he saw something like us talking about this, would he be like, what the fuck are you talking about? He'd be like, about? no, dude, he dies and he's a ghost and he misses his wife. <laughs> I Why the skyscraper? Up. It looked cool. <laughs> That's the great up. thing about art, man cool stuff after the time I watched it. Um, the story came about uh, David Lowry wrote it about a house he had. He lived at in Texas that... Oh, this was like the inspiration? For yeah, it? he like moved out of and they tore it down or something like that. They actually... Oh, I think they actually filmed it in that house maybe or something like that. And oh, they right. were actually tearing down the house. house. So it was all just filmed, I guess. Maybe I'm making that up. That's cool. Um, but I but looked that up... Is... What? Yeah. what? <laughs> I looked up um, if Casey Affleck was actually under the sheet. Oh, yeah. And he was. They said it was so difficult to... It, they had... It wasn't a real king-size sheet. They, like, had to fashion one that actually worked oh yeah i'm sure and they had like strings and stuff to keep it on when he walked and shit and like he had to not move around like his arms and stuff because it would fall off <laughs> it, so it's funny. So funny like yeah. all this and they asked oh, like i love the scene where he gets up from what oh from the bed as on the on the table it's yeah. <laughs> like what the yeah um, that's cool whoa uh I forgot now. Well, sorry. Uh, I was going to say the house thing, right? That plays into it too, right? It's not the physical house that matters, you know, because that just gets destroyed. Like that'll get destroyed and turn to dust someday, right? But it it's what you do living in the house, right? It's it's who you live with and how you interact. And it's like, you know, memories versus the physical thing, right? That's what exists beyond because that's what the ghost can see and remember and you know, he obviously remembers her. He's trying to get to the note, right? He, so it's like, but none of the stuff exists anymore, right? If anything, it's a new note because it's torn down. And my theory, it starts again, right? But it happens the exact same way. Uh, yeah. I, Which, uh, oh, 
you could oh. say, who's to say that he didn't wait even longer for things to just keep resetting till it was exactly the same? You know, or could he can even extend the timeline even more? You know, maybe he had to be like, it's like, nope, it's it's 2017 again, and that's not me and my wife. Guess I'm waiting for another four, you know, billion years. <laughs> who's to say? Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, because he'd be it, there'd be more than one ghost, so it's just the next reset, I think. I love movies. Yeah, man, movies are great. It's so cool. Hey, what what about the the um what? <laughs> Rule of thirds is in there a lot. Oh yeah, dude, this the, how quiet it is. It's so nice. The, the it's blocking, one of those things. They did the the ratio as a block because you want to feel like you're blocked into this house. Good shit. Good Brand, shit. I think uh, what's cool too, it's like it's such a, like a cliche almost like artsy thing where it's just like oh it's so quiet and you're just watching and it's like yeah but that's cool like you know what i mean it's like it makes it artsy automatically but like it's still really cool like most of that movie's like really quiet he said um oh <laughs> you, you go you go i got another thing people always ask uh him about why do you do to these the scenes that are so fucking long with just no dialogue or anything. There's the scene where he's laying on the, the bed in the hospital. I mentioned though. And then the pie. the pie scene. <laughs> so they're like, why do you do these scenes? They're just so long. No one's saying anything. Nothing's happening. Yeah. He's like, I want you to feel uncomfortable with the amount of time that yeah. is passing. That's the whole I always, point. I had a, a cinema teacher, professor, uh, um, time like directors make choices, right? Like, there's a reason they choose what to put in front. And, you know, it it very well could be just like, yeah, just look cool. So whatever. So I filmed it, right? There's there's something meaningful and important to that concept. Because um, then we experience it and however we take whatever we want from it. That's what's cool about art. But, um, you know, I, I always th- come back to it. And I think about that with like novels and stuff too. Like authors make choices. Painters make choices, right? They, people just make, and even if you're just doing it for no reason, that's a choice, right? You're just doing it to do it. So like, yeah, like there's a reason like the pie eating. There's a scene where this the wife is like grief stricken and like a neighbor brings over pie or whatever and she just eats the whole thing and like gets sick. Um, and I think that scene's cool because like it really speaks to like, you know, how grief is experienced. Experience. You just do irrational things, right? And it's just actually, and fun fact, she didn't like pie. She had never she, eaten pie. That actor, I, Mar, Rooney Mara, apparently, I looked this up. She yeah. never, because I watched it with uh, Michelle and Michelle's like, I bet she didn't like the pie um and yeah, I, I think she actually up. threw up oh maybe i don't know about that um, I, thought, I think pie makes her sick <laughs> no, no, the thing was i looked it up i think she had never eaten pie before she doesn't like desserts and she had to eat the whole thing yeah so i was like what um but yeah you're watching her eat this whole pie by herself on the floor of the kitchen like for a long time that's like probably the one of the longest scenes that or the the party him saying you're everything's gonna turn to dust right that that that's a super long scene which i think is why it's important but um yeah, like I just think like the pie scene's cool because it's like I think uh, you know it's just an example of like well this is how grief works like you just do these crazy things and like if in real life if you do something like that like no one's there to watch you do it but like films this cool medium that you can like see it you know and there's something to be said I think for like super long quiet scenes making you feel uncomfortable but also just like not necessarily the discomfort part of it but like the um just this idea I think of uh, watching 
And what's it mean to just like, just look what's happening, right? You don't, you don't get plot points. You don't get dialogue to think about or music to like interact and distract you, right? It's just like, what do you see and think about what you see? And like doing it long enough, right? Like if you throw a two second silent, someone walk, like someone eating a pie, right? It, it's, you can think about that, but like it really hammers, you like, you become aware of you thinking about the scene. Like all I'm doing is watching her eat pie. Right. It's like, well, why am I watching? What, what is, what does that mean? Like, why I am I get, How did I get here? <laughs> right. Yeah. Honestly. And it's like, I think like doing scenes long enough and like just quiet scenes long enough, like it builds that in where it's like, it makes you aware of your watching and you're thinking about it. It makes you think about it more almost, you know, I think that's a cool, like directing choice. It makes you, know, you think about that. time. Yeah. Which is the whole point of the movie incredible about time uh, oh oh <laughs> other, other <laughs> about that <laughs> i like that was a good movie i've seen it three times now jesus i've only seen it once i it was love good. that yeah i liked it that was good um we'll talk about that one we've been we've been talking for an hour i think oh what it doesn't even feel like it because it's like we're the ghost time doesn't like, matter is experiencing things time doesn't matter this podcast, this podcast won't hey, even last dude Right, this podcast will turn to dust when the internet implodes on itself one day and all human civilizations wiped out. But hopefully Ghost Me will remember this good time. Yeah, but the <laughs> the fans at home are going to remember all these words we say and how we yeah. made them feel. When you ask me about this, po- that that text of like, hey, I want to do a podcast about a ghost story, that'll exist with me, not physically, but spiritually <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm in the astral plane as a ghost. As a I got a closing <laughs> closing question. What? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. You you cut out, so I didn't know if you answered. <laughs> I said, "Do you believe in ghosts?" Um. <laughs> what do you want to leave behind? It's my fixing your hair, dude. Um, <laughs> this one part just it. keeps sticking I out. I see it. Looking at it. <laughs> Because I don't see it here, and then when I go over the white part of my closet, I'm like, um, what do I want to leave behind? Sure. Like, in this kind of concept of if this is what happens, yeah. right? Like, wow. uh, uh, I don't know. What do you want to leave behind? Do you have an answer? Um, I guess not exactly, but I would like for some of these videos or something to make a difference. Like, for someone to watch it and feel good about it i guess and like want to show other people i got i got two things i think and one's basic as hell and the other one's basic as hell but like spiritual (laughs) one is um i think about this sometimes like and again this isn't a brag but uh like we've talked about me making music and that's like the main thing i like to create in my interests um you know, I like reading books, watching movies, but I'm, I'm going to die someday. And who cares where all that mental information goes, right? That mental stimulus. But like making songs, like I don't, you know, I'm well aware, right? Like not that many people listen to the music. Uh, it's mostly just friends and family. I'm well aware, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to make a song that like changes the world, right? You know, like, or even like my friends' lives. Like I know that won't happen. Like it's just like something cool I like to do. Like it's more just for me and like, you know, my bandmate Zach and Dan. Um, Shout out to Zach and Dan. Yeah, shout out to Zach and Dan. But uh, there's this kind of, I I like the idea of like 
you know, even with one song, right? Like you or whatever it is, any piece of art, like once you've created something, it's like that thing I talked to you and TJ about that one time where it's just like, <laughs> this is going to go so off topic. If you live forever, right? Like you're going to be able to do everything possibly imaginable um, and just get bored or whatever. But then it's like, and I was like, my argument was, yeah, but art is the thing that can never, even if you re, I believe that even if you recreate something the exact same way, you, you can paint an exact duplicate of the Mona Lisa, like you can, you still do that differently. There's still a nuance to it. And also like, even if you don't, even if you do it exactly the same, it's one for one, you do the exact same, whatever, somehow. Um, like adding a spot of blue paint changes it. That completely changes what, and adding two spots of blue paint changes the art, right? And so like you could, I think there's like endless possibilities of art creation. So like the fact that I've like dabbled in that in making a song, let alone many, it's like, it's cool to be like, oh, I've created something. You know, it's like, what's the Newton law? Like, energy's neither created nor destroyed, but like, you know, art, you can kind of create, I mean, you make, a painting out of materials, obviously, but the image itself, like the piece of art on a greater kind of existential level, I guess, is just like something out of nothing, I feel like, you know? Yeah. And that's cool as hell to me. So it's like the fact that I've like, I've made something like cool, like even if it's this stupid, like three minute, like rock and roll song, like <laughs> cool, you know, like I've, I've created something. So like, I don't know if I want that to move, like exist on, but like, I feel like that's something, sounds stupid, but I feel like dabbling in art kind of lets you like dabble in like the, you know, there's like, the, there's this like higher plane of, this doesn't sound, sound snooty or anything either, but like, you know what I'm saying though? But there's this like higher plane of there's like, yeah, I, I put paint on a canvas. It's like, yes, but you also created this image that can like exude meaning. Think about it and understand it and connect with it. Like it, it I think it taps into this higher thing which I think is cool. So like, I don't know about leaving it on, but like the fact that I've like, ex you know, added something to that existence, you know, is cool. You know, I put something out there that can be experienced and connected to, and that's cool. Um, that's my first answer. <laughs> my second one, I think is kind of a little more like spiritual moral where it's like, I believe, you know, <laughs> it, almost like in a religion type of way, right? Like, there's this kind of universal understanding through all of humanity about like the ideas of good and evil, like morals, right? Like, so and we all have our own personal views on what that means and specifics, but like, I think, you know, how do I remember this? Like the good side of morality, like doing things that you believe is good or, or believe are, are good or to be good. I think kind of, this is where I get a little, it might get a little religious-y, but like, and I don't like really respond. I kind of respond to my own religion. You know, I don't really follow the sect of any like formal religion, but like, um, I think doing things that you believe to be good um, or trying to do things that you like, I think this is good, right? Like who knows if it is in the larger sense, like but I believe it, that's how you can really act on is your own beliefs. But like doing things you believe to be good, I think help your spirit almost, right? Like trying to be like I think everyone obviously this kind of sounds basic or cheesy but like trying to be a good person I think if we take it in the context of like this ghost story like afterlife idea 
like right like it's it's what you do to affect people maybe that's why they like the movie so much it's what you do to affect people that lives on right and how you connect and interact and what you do for them and like so i think just trying to do as many good things as possible um that's what i hope i leave behind in you know it's not a specific answer but just like a good thing right like i want to you know you I, I believe there's a if we all die and everything fades away anyway you can do, you should do whatever you want like fuck it right like who cares you know you can, and i'm not saying you should do this but like you could rob a bank you could like murder people right it shouldn't matter then but i think that stuff no right it shouldn't right if if, if everything just fades away it doesn't who cares right you're all gonna die it doesn't matter but you know i think my spiritual beliefs are that you know whatever's next and however life's affected or after we die um i, I believe in like souls you know what i mean like i think like the more good i think there's a reason to do good it makes existence physical existence more bearable and tolerable and better for everyone i think if everyone's being good to each other obviously in the time we have but i think it also like there's a kind of like art tapping into a higher thing i think it taps into a higher thing of like if you do bad things purposefully it's like that taps into this higher thing that like negatively affects you and like if you do good things purposefully that taps into this higher thing that like helps you i think and just like maybe it's a little selfish or like you know your own your own spiritual gain but like i think you know given the context of the movie like what i want to leave behind or whatever um is just like goodness for lack of a better term right like you want to try to i think you should try to be the best person you can be and do the most good you can because i think kind of like the movie shows i think it, it that's what kind of exists beyond into the ether right like holding the door open for someone is like a small physical gesture that gets forgotten later that day but that's just a little like blip into like the ether of just like you put goodness out into the universe like that 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 goes beyond physical interaction i think you know what i mean it's kind of hard to explain it sounds kind of weird and psych psycho but like does that make sense kind of <laughs> i <laughs> i sound like this is why, this is why i said at the beginning i'm gonna sound like a nutcase on people podcast. people commenting they're gonna what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> hey so your friend okay man like what's he on Come on, life, dude. You better no. check on Brandon. I think he's gonna rob a bank. <laughs> Let's see. I don't rob a bank because I know that shit matters, right? Like, <laughs> see, right. Right. I, does that make sense? I understand what you're saying because okay, I've, I've evolved my mindset to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, but everyone else just like, what the hell? Yeah, he's exactly. still talking about the whole like. If anyone needs help good and bad thing if anyone needs help understanding what brandon said let me know i can <laughs> i can word like, it in fewer words i don't i didn't want to say no, they're gonna ask you and then it'll just be like listen brandon's a nutcase <laughs> just just ignore don't listen i was gonna say it's gonna sound rude this is nothing <laughs> against you but our conversations are like the debate you're trump i'm biden it goes, want, no 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 how do you feel about this and you talk for 10 minutes and it's like how do you feel about this and i'm like it was it was so cool i didn't think i'd get compared <laughs> to, to trump on this i no, don't want why, that that's why i said no <laughs> nothing towards you <laughs> i think better is just it sounds like we're high and we're not yeah that's true too we just think about i'm just thinking about things too much to the point where it's stupid that's what we do 
that's probably dumb. We should stop that. <laughs> we always overthink things. That's why we love movies because they make us. I do like movies. Um, and see, that's the thing. Ghost Story, which is, maybe that's why I liked it so much. It was just like, oh, <laughs> yes. Like the stuff she does for him lasts into the, you know, ghostly existence so he can move on to the astral plane. Like who knows how things work, you know, but I'm like, like that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll say if you have any movies that you love and want us to watch, let us know. We love reviewing movies. We love watching movies. I'll finish Parasite. I was a cinema minor. <laughs> good stuff. Um, but we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I hope it made sense. Yeah, I probably did. I'm sorry. If not, too bad. So sad. Uh, watch a ghost story. It's fantastic. Um, David Lowry, hit me up. I'd love to have you on the podcast. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, I don't want to be on that podcast because if I start talking about what I think the movie is about, they'll be like, no, no. <laughs> it's about a man who becomes a ghost. You're Why is he under ridiculous. a sheet? Because it's funny, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching, listening. Peace out and good luck. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>